0: This wasn't on it. I'm like, I'm just, wow, shocked. Another thing that wasn't on it, Tim Norman. So for everybody who watches this, the, the reality TV, there was a show called Sweetie Pies. And so Miss Robbie, who is the owner of Sweetie Pies, had a son named Tim Norman um, on the show. You may recognize him. He had always this look of, I'm fucking crazy. He also used to be in a relationship with Jennifer from the Basketball Wives. She got a restraining order because she said he was stalking her. Um, He pulled out text messages, I guess, to discount her. Sure, probably didn't. But news came this week that uh, Tim Norman was arrested because he um, hired a hitman to murder his nephew so they could collect the insurance money which is about $450,000 because he took out an insurance um, policy on him. But he also was going to kill Miss Robbie, that is his mother, because he took out a $1 million policy against her. Uh, This is so wild. It's so wild to me when I think about Tim Norman, because when they said the nephew, the first thing I said was, You mean the one that was on the show? The kid that was like living with Miss Robbie. And everybody's like, yeah, that's him. I'm like, oh my God. So I remember hearing that, you know, the nephew um, passed away because this was four years ago when he died. So I guess they've been watching Tim for years. Um, So Tim orchestrated um, Andre Montgomery. That was the, um, the boy's name or young man and a stripper named Terrica Ellis. So Terica was also arrested for the murder. And now Tim's insurance agent, that's how they found out about the um, insurance policy out of Miss Robbie. So yeah, this is happening that you're actually, you would murder your own nephew to get money. Miss Robbie has also uh, sued Tim Norman for, I think a hundred million dollars. So they weren't on good terms. And, if he hadn't been caught about the nephew, he would have also killed Miss Robbie. So there is literally a fourth circle of hell for him. I, I just, I'm just honestly disgusted and just. Whew, and there's a lot of people now saying, "Oh, I guess Jennifer wasn't wrong," instead saying that he was crazy. I'm like, yeah, I don't think she was wrong, but yeah, you're a, you're definitely a disgusting person to. Um, basically, put a hit out on your nephew to kill your nephew for insurance money. Just it boggles it boggles my mind. It boggles my mind. Did either one of you watch Sweetie Pies? I think it was on. No. No. Yeah.
1: no, but uh, I can say that conspiring to kill your own nephew will get your ass whooped.
0: I mean, on site. It's on. It, it'd be on site for me. It literally, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'd have to choke you. I'd I'd have to like literally watch the breath leave your body. If you, and, and thinking about my nephew, I'm like, yeah, I'd have to like literally make your heart stop.
1: Like what exactly, why are you, I don't, I don't know. I can't He's, even make a joke about it. I can't even think of about either. it. I can't either. I'm just like,
2: no, I'm like on point side.
1: On it. You have to be a. Evil, evil person. Yeah, your lifestyle to is be able to harm important. your own family member, and no, not even a second thought about it. Just yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, it's like, geez,
0: poor Miss Robbie because she was devastated when she talked about it, and now this, this is just even worse because <laughs> now it wasn't just random violence that took her grandson from her. It's like it was her own son. It's like, it's, yeah, you're a disgusting person. So we're going to go right into high key. Yeah, I can't wait to put sound effects here. Uh, we're starting with something else that... Mm, there is a movie that will be coming on Netflix in September called Cuties. But Cuties. the French um, name is Mignons. I've, I'm pretty sure anybody who speaks French, can they can um, correct me on that. So it is... So this movie, I'm sorry, movie was a feature-length debut by Maimuna Kore, and she's a young filmmaker um, who wrote um the screenplay. It won um an award at Sundance, so they greenlit the movie. Um, she also won a directing jury award at this year's Sundance for this movie. And then, you know, it got snapped up by Netflix. So the mo- So, I didn't hear about this movie. I heard about the poster for this movie. Mm-hmm. So, the poster was talking about these little girls twerking. A, one little girl wanted to join a twerking group. Um, okay. Um, so, this was weird. But then if you look at the French poster, it's totally different. And also, if you look at the trailer... It's not exactly saying the same thing that the um, description is saying. Also, Mm -hmm. Netflix made it TVMA, which don't understand why they're doing that. So they had to apologize this week and redo it. But the damage has been done because, Mm -hmm. quite frankly, when I watched the trailer, the trailer isn't terrible. It doesn't say what the description said. Um. And so the woman, the director, she left Twitter. She deleted her Twitter because people were attacking her because it turned into, why are you making this film about pedophilia? And I'm like, yeah. So if you look at the trailers, that's not necessarily um, how it is. And they should have just kept the French poster. I don't know why they did a different poster, but I was just disgusted because I'm like, why are we aging up our kids? And also, they were just dancing. They weren't twerking. I'm so confused. I'm just like, well, what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? Well,
3: I know one thing. When I got wind of it, I saw it on a on a TikTok. Like hmm. somebody. Well, it wasn't even. It wasn't even the trailer. It was someone basically like you know a call to arms kind of like here's this thing on TikTok. You know, here's this thing on Netflix and this pedophilia and all this different kind of stuff and you know being all like upset. And I don't know what it was about it, but it was just like, I, you know, cause I looked at the trailer and it was just like, what is, you know, why are we mad at, well, not even why are we mad at this, but not wanting to fly off the handle mm-hmm. just because somebody said something because there was the pot. Cause there's always that possibility that people run with something mm-hmm. before they've sat down and really looked through the thing. And then yeah. it comes out that it was a black woman. It's a coming of age movie. This is a movie where, you know, the, the, the sexualization of girls is more topical than being titillating and everything. And it's just like, Oh, this, this is, you know, this is, like you said, it's Netflix's fault. Netflix has created something, you know, has made choices that they shouldn't have made. Mm Mm-hmm. And it make, you know, and now it's making this filmmaker look bad, even though this isn't necessarily, this wasn't her intention. This wasn't about like making people look at children in a sexual way, but more like questioning why we allow this to happen Mm -hmm. or why this is even a thing. And which, you know, is a valid kind of question. But it was, but it really went, I mean, yeah, it was just like that morning Saw the TikTok by the afternoon, the mm. news comes out that it's not this, isn't what this is. But I'm sure you know, at mm. that point, the damage is already done. Is uh, you know, and who knows how long that TikTok had been, cir- you know, who knows how long the information had been circulating it by the time I even saw it that yeah. morning.
0: Yeah, because I don't even know what TikTok you're talking about, so that is very interesting. I saw it on a Facebook post, and the person that I saw it with they can, she, they can be very hit or miss. So they're a broken mm-hmm. clock of one of my Facebook friends. So I'm like, let me, cause I've noticed that for a lot of people, they take, I need context. I need nuance and we don't always do that. So I'm like, let me look at the trailer. So I looked at the trailer like, hmm, okay. And then I look back at the, I looked at the rating I looked at the description and I looked at the poster like, okay, so y'all really fucked this up because this is a, this is a black woman who's directing this. And now people are shitting on her, and it's like y'all don't know if this is her life. <laughs> and she's like, "This, I don't, I don't know. I, maybe just Euphoria just fucked me up because I'm like the kids are not alright. I mean I don't know, but I also watched Euphoria, so I may have a weird view. But yeah, I don't know. I, they they're changing it. Hopefully it's no longer TVMA, but God, it's like uh, mm, just a lot. Just just a lot. Okay? So
1: I was one of the things that I had to do when I uh, read about this was take a look at uh, what the fallout was of it and to see Tessa Thompson and, there, and and a lot of other celebrities who actually watched the movie say, "Yo, it's not it's not what y'all think it is." Mm-hmm. Don't demonize this uh, black woman before the movie even comes out. Y'all are uh, denigrating her before it even comes out, but it was too late. The uh, mm-hmm. floodgates are already opened. Mm-hmm. I just want to ask, as a person who has been forced to watch many arts of reality TV shows with my beloved wife, <laughs> what's the what's the difference between what y'all's perceived fears of this versus bring it? I don't I don't get it. That, this does make me think it, about
0: bring it. It really does. Because those are is, little girls too. Is,
1: a, is is a bunch of girls between the ages of I believe seven and seventeen
2: mm-hmm.
1: who are on a dance team who uh, might be dancing in a way that people may find subjective or 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 a bit above their age group. Uh, mm-hmm. The majorettes for a school program.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, out here, we have the pacerettes. They have the dragonettes. You know, it's it's the, the 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 dance team. Those young ladies are between the ages of ninth grade and twelfth grade, and yeah, wear clothing that may be defined as subjective, suggestive and dance in a way that is above their age group. And we look right past those, but because somebody else tells us, really somebody says, look at that. We all look at this poster and it's like, we must protect the children. Mm -hmm. But there's things that are right in front of our faces every day that we're like, that's not a big deal. So those aren't a big deal to you. If so facto, these girls shouldn't be a big deal to you. But because somebody else told you it's a big deal, then they are a big deal. And since you're saying it's a big deal, i like to point out the school dance programs and bring it as an example of what a big deal are to me. So then y'all might see that it's not really a big deal to you.
0: Yeah, because one... I just, mm. but yeah, you bring up a good point because I did think about bringing, I'm like, how are those kids? Or Dance Moms. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, it's kind of like, it, 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 it's, it's Uchi Mike. It's not Uchi Wally or One Mike. It's Uchi Mike at this point. Um, but is the American poster terrible? Absolutely. But I looked at the trailer and went, so I felt like there's a story here. <laughs> like, And also people who have actually seen the movie said, so that poster doesn't represent what we saw at Sundance. So I'm ready to hear it, but God, y'all screwed the pooch on this. Y- y'all really did. You, you screwed the pooch. Um, it's just like, man, the girls in the French poster look so carefree. And I'm like, oh, they look so carefree and just enjoying their lives. Because that's what we want little girls to do. Just enjoy your life and just be little girls. So And little girls dance. They really do. I'm sorry, y'all. I didn't make the rules. Um. Before we go to the next topic, um, I want to say goodbye to Shantae because she has to step on out. Shantae, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you taking the time. And I'm just glad that you were here. It's, it's been way too long.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you were here too. And I'm
0: just like, yeah, I, I appreciate you for having me on. Yeah, it's like, you know, because you got to come back. It's like, a, we got to find some some other time. But <laughs> cause, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm still not over the end of Steven Universe. I just wanted to let you know I'm still not over oh. it. <laughs> I'm just not over it. Like it needs to come back. she Shira en- ended. Steven Universe ended. I'm like, what the hell am I supposed to do? I guess watch Cora for the fifteenth time. But yeah, yeah. But thank you so much, Shantae, for being here. I appreciate it.
3: Thank you. I appreciate. I appreciate you, like I said, letting me be on, and uh, you know, have to catch everybody next time.
1: All right, boo. Thank Catch you. Catch you on the flip side, Monica. <laughs> <laughs> word. <laughs> word. Wow, word. <laughs> uh, I'll let you soon.
0: Okay. All right. All right. Peace. Peace, honey. Okay. Next. Next topic. So, this also wasn't on my 2020 bingo card, but Pastor John Gray. Mm. is exposed again for cheating on his wife, but mm. apparently there was no this is gonna sound weird there's no penetration that was just oral apparently um but everybody knows John Gray has cheated before um he he actually got caught last year he did this weird discussion about his wife and a coat <laughs> about the size of her girl, but, um, so, it has been found out that he has been caught cheating a third time. I watched Tasha K's unwind video, where she also discussed it, but she also talks to Larry Reed, so, apparently, someone sent to Tasha K, um, the girl, the woman that, um, he wanted to have an affair with, or did have an affair, um, she sent videos that John sent or Pastor John Gray sent to her where he had his son in the back seat and he was just talking and he said, my son was having DiGiornos for the third time this week um because his mama don't cook. Right. Yeah. Personally, I like the journals. I don't know any kid that would complain about having pizza every night, but you know, maybe I just don't know things.
1: <laughs> Can he
0: cook? Um, I, he's a pastor. I feel like he can't. Mm. So, because when he he met this woman, and she actually talked to Tasha K herself, the woman's um identity has not been revealed, and Tasha K didn't reveal it either. Um, But she talked about how she met Jean Grey and it started kind of innocently, quote unquote, then he started asking about her bra, her um, boob size and her bra and he wanted to see it. So um, he started um, sending money and saying, hey, can I see your pizzas? I'm sorry, your pizzas. Your um, your breasts. Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let me
0: see that large real quick. Let me see that pepperoni, honey. Mm. <laughs> so make them um,
1: peppers clap. <laughs> uh,
0: but this is how recent this is. He also did a video. He sent it to her at a airport with a private jet, saying, "Bring your stuff. Bring your two piece." And he had on a mask, so this had to happen within the last few months. Mm-hmm. And I'm like are you kidding me? I'm like, you're taking the church funds to take your side chick to Cabo during the pandemic. Yes. It's like, girl. And apparently he's talking about his wife, not cooking, but apparently he made um, brisket for her. And I'm looking at this dry ass brisket and I am offended. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I'm like this
0: thing is burnt and dry looking how is it sitting in juices and still looks dry I'm confusion it looks gross
1: it takes talent to fuck up a good meat
0: I mean that picture is just like I would like to c- commit a crime I- I'm sorry I'd like to report a crime help help police do you see this brisket it is burnt and dry whoo And you could have just kept on going with the DiGiorno's every night. I'd rather eat DiGiorno's every night than that dry-ass brisket.
1: You know, there's a reason why I don't um, trust pastors.
0: That's so much.
1: Uh, I don't trust a lot of people, but I really don't trust pastors. And um, (laughs) one of the primary reasons why is because a pastor... uh, tried to holler at my mom Ooh. when she was in church count, when she was in marriage counseling Uh or one-on-one counseling, I guess at that point, because my dad wasn't going to counseling, but mm. one-on-one counseling, the pastor spent the whole time trying to holler at my mom and I'm sitting in the corner. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not so young that I can't understand what you're doing. And like this, is an older pastor, like, like he's literally like the love, that God um, offers you uh, is abundant in all of us. His love is in me too, and I can give you love. And then he came over and was like rubbing on our arm and stuff and saying, if you want to cry, like, come here, I can hold you while you cry and just weird ass stuff. Like pastors, pastors are failures too. Pastor public speakers. Let's <laughs> Let's just be real. A pastor is nothing more than a public speaker, and uh, they have an audience. Some of them only got 10 people. Some got 100. I don't know, but they ain't shit. Good. When it all said and done, pastors are the niggas who will come to your cousin's funeral and spend their whole time advertising their church because they don't even know your cousin's name. Pastors are the niggas who will uh, say that a woman can't be on the pulpit because god didn't ordain it in the bible but pastors will be the same niggas who have like six kids out of wet lot. Mm. pastors ain't shit and this pastor it, it, really ain't shit it, and nobody's going to call him to the carpet for not being shit because the folks who are in his circle want to stay close to him because the nigga got money and the folks who aren't in the circle have probably been relling against him for so long the folks kind of muted them out
0: yeah, probably. you know what's really funny? So I watched the live um, at the behest of Cook. Shout out to Cook from Holly Inappropriate. So when I watched the video, it was like she had all these technical problems in the beginning. And then when she called Larry Reed, she told him about it. And she, he was like, it's probably the people reporting your video. I was like, uh, oh, I was like, oh, because she was, because that's the thing. This video where she's talking about John Gray, it was a YouTube live stream and she was having problems. And he was like, that typically happens when people are reporting your video because there are a lot of people also in our comments who are like, leave him alone. Why are you reporting this? Why are you doing this to a family? And it's like, but he, what? Wait, <laughs> it's
2: what? like, um,
0: he did it. Like, what are we doing? I'm like, oh Lord. And also, apparently he also was, Allegedly counseling Latoya Luckett and her husband Tomicus, um, the the like, man that like, was what, what's his name Tomicus.
1: Oh, that's a real name. Uh,
0: that's a re- that's a real name. His name is. You Thomas. know what?
1: I apologize. Uh, black folks, we've been through enough without other black folks making fun of your names. I ain't gonna do it no more. I promise.
0: No, it was like Tom, I'm like I want to know the etymology of this name i'm like i know it's coming from something it's probably something super cute it's like sure but uh tomicus was also the man that was cheating on latoya he's done it repeatedly in the press so john gray counseling this couple is literally peak hilariousness to me it's like you i feel like this shouldn't be your lane but sure so let's see what happens this happened i guess on friday because I watched it yesterday, so I think it came out either Thursday or Friday. So, we haven't heard anything from John Gray yet. He'll probably say this is made up, but it's like, baby, we see your whole face, so I don't know what's going on.
1: It's the devil testing us all.
0: I mean, you know, it's like, I'm sorry, you got, you are sending some FaceTime video, because one, these aren't things that were out. Those are the videos that um, the woman sent to Tasha Kay, um, You have her whole son. I'm sorry. I would slit your throat. It's like, not only are you embarrassing me again, you are now putting my child in this video. I gut you like a fish. But, uh, you know,
1: John Gray. John Gray. Hooray, hooray. Hooray. Another one (laughs) of God's leaders. Another one bites the dust. Mm, Um, Right.
0: So, next story. This weekend... We had Brianna Con. Yeah. We had Brianna Con. So, anybody who does know, Brianna Taylor was murdered by the police in Louisville, Kentucky. They still have not brought those officers in, they have not arrested them. Um, they have not, she has not gotten ju- justice. There has been no talk about getting justice, but we're having a Brianna Con. So, Brianna Con uh, happened over this weekend. I think it's still going on today and tomorrow. Um, I think it's on till the 25th. So it is a multi-day community convention in remembrance of Brianna. Um, and it is being put on by Until Freedom, which is a intersectional social justice organization founded by Tamika Mallory. Uh, a k. and if you know t- the name Tamika Mallory, you know, she has, um, she is involved in Black Lives Matter so Mm -hmm. so they decided to have this um, multi-day event they had different speakers they have activists but on the first day um, of action the people they had on the uh, poster was Tesla and Figaro who's a political strategist Yandy Smith Harris from Love and Hip Hop and Portia Williams from the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Now, mm-hmm. Portia, I give a little bit more, well, actually to Teslin as well, because Portia Williams has been activated in a way because of everything that's been happening the last few months. She also is Hosea Williams's granddaughter. So I feel like, of course, she would be here. Um, I think the problem with this is that the name of it, also, there was a Google Docs that was put out on the Twitter that asked for people's full names and a lot of information, which if gotten into the wrong hands, a.k.a. the law, they could use that to prosecute these people. And it's like, uh, I feel like that that was a lot. They were going to call it a bbq or BriannaCon, And at first, when this first hit the timeline, a lot of people were like, I can't believe this. What does the family think? Rihanna's mom was on board with it because she wanted a weekend where um, Black people could be uplifted because when we think about Black Lives Mattering, it isn't just about letting Black people live it's also celebrating Blackness as a whole that's how this is this is how this was marketed and morphed into um, what did you think when you saw it?
1: Uh, I think it could have been worded better I think that the name could have been done better I think that the picture... I think the whole thing, okay, so if I have one, if if I have a great idea and my first step is to completely mess up the first intro, uh, then I can still go forward and fix it, but it's going to be a harder road. And I think they made the road very difficult for themselves with that initial flyer that they put out. Mm-hmm. Uh, folks on Twitter were saying that it looked like free drinks before eleven PM type flyer.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I know that the Black Lives Matter in Louisville uh were saying that they uh were talking with uh the organizers of the event to change the name in to Vale. Um I know that there's uh members of the families of uh Brianna Taylor and um uh, Botham Jean and 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 uh, uh Trayvon Martin who will be there. I know all of that. Yeah. But it it the picture. A picture speaks a 1000 a words. A picture is worth a 1000 words and that picture with them in the forefront and her in the background like remember me. Like like it she just looks like a a a ghost in the background of that and and Yeah. She should be in the forefront. Like there's just ways they have enough money and enough people that they could have had somebody do a professional uh, flyer that didn't look like this. And now was the first bad step. The second one was saying out loud that they were going to have a barbecue, mm-hmm. which was a barbecue. They didn't explain that it was a barbecue for all the families. They should have just said we're going to have a barbecue for all the families. And, and the stuff that they're doing, honestly, could be done. Under any event, under any catalog. Um, the fact that they have, you know, that Brianna Taylor's name is being used in it will make you think they're doing more protests, marching, uh, gathering, things like that. But instead, they're doing women in power, which I'm, I'm all for, it, but it doesn't have to be done at, a, at, at this get together. And, 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 how men can empower themselves, which again, what? And also, and what? And didn't have to be done at, like, men's empowerment is like Mario getting a mushroom after he already has a mushroom. Like, he's already big, nigga. What's he going to get? Super big? going to get the
0: mushroom and then the flower. That's what it when,
1: is. W- when Mario gets a mushroom, what he does is he honestly puts the other mushroom into a bag and just holds on to it. That's the same as men's empowerment. Mm-hmm. Um But... This could have all been done elsewhere, and it could have all been done without it being called Bricon. Which American. cons? It, it when you think of a con, you think of a convention where Wakanda Con, you know, uh, uh, PAX. Uh, 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 like there's cons all over the place there's Star Wars con and all these different cons that are going on and you want to make this one called Breecon which I just don't think was well thought out. I think the whole thing was we got a rush to get this out here.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: nobody thought about should we actually put it out there under this name? Period.
0: Yeah. Um and it's given me pause to be extremely critical of it because Brianna's mother is fine with it. I'm like I- Okay, so I have the form. This is the Google Doc. If you were to click on it, this is the Google Doc. Um, it's a four-day thing. It's from August 22nd through the 25th. It is the 25th. That's what I thought. So Brianna Khan is a multi-day engagement in Louisville led by Until Freedom that will commit all available resources, talent, and energy towards achieving justice for Brianna Taylor. This first of its kind, quote-unquote, community convention will include workshops, trainings, plenaries, women's and men's empowerment programs, a school supplies giveaway, community barbecue, faith revival, and much more. The events lead up to Until Freedom's main direct action and punctuated 30-day occupation of Louisville by the activist group. Breonna Khan will engage, activate, and transform the Louisville community. By building a comprehensive slate of programming that will not just amplify the urgent need for justice for Brianna, but address a number of issues affecting the community, including food insecurity. BriannaCom will bring influencers from across the nation to lend their voices to the grave injustice, <coughs> injustices surrounding Brianna Taylor's case. For August 25th specifically, we do not recommend the following people engage in direct action: undocumented folks, health conditions that require scheduled medication, immunocompromised folks, folks on probation, folks with open arrest warrants. And then they start asking for um, information. For of course, is your email, your first and last name. That's how Google Docs go. They have something. Um, they list what they're doing for tomorrow and. Tuesday. Tuesday looks like it is the big direct action. This is the march to um, LMPD. So that's the police department. Um, So that's what's going on 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 Tuesday. So here are the questions that people are probably going to have a problem with. Not all direct actions will result in arrest, but are you willing to be arrested? If you plan to participate in a direct action, please share your... This is what they um, are saying. If you plan direct action, your full address, your date of birth, your phone number, your license or passport number, and then an emergency contact and their phone number. Oh, okay. Okay. So I feel like... (sighs) I feel like I might be good because there are some people who just come down here by themselves and then you don't know their people. Like, hey, who can we help? So I kind of get that, but still that kind of stuff can be used against them. So I, I see both sides on that. It's kind of yeah. like, yeah, I don't know if this is okay. I don't why do you need their passport number? Why why are they why would they have who has a passport on them? That's so weird to me. I'm like passport number. It's like what? It's like uh no that that's super weird. And also, if you're immunocompromised, you shouldn't come on the 25th. You shouldn't be out protesting. So, fun fact: a lot of people who do have health conditions that require scheduled medication and are immunocompromised, I'm pretty sure they've been marching in Louisville for 30 days. So that's not going to yeah. stop them. But it's super that that this. As someone who understands comprehensive communication, the form is comprehensive. It's just, it's not not going to get the reaction that you want because there are a lot of people mad about this form. Like, what the hell? Mostly because a lot of the Ferguson um, activists, a lot of them are dead. And I don't believe a lot of them just... um, committed suicide either so there's that also there have been um people who have been marching in the last few weeks who the police have retaliated and found them and then arrested them one woman got dragged out of the street and put into a van because she was being arrested so i just the forum is troubling if brianna's mom is okay with it it's like i can just be like okay but her being okay with it doesn't make it any less jarring for a lot of other people. I kind of look at it like the way people look at um, Botham Jean's brother hugging mm-hmm. the police officer. There are a lot of people like, oh, my God, this is terrible, and he's a piece of shit. I was like, mm. it's still jarring. So it's kind of like you can see it as jarring, but still go, this is what her mama is okay with. Because I would hate to see what happened if she actually wasn't okay with this. <laughs> because I'm wondering if she had said she wasn't okay with it, would y'all have just stopped it? I don't know if you would have. So then there's the rub. What if she, what if Brianna's mother said, "No, I don't want this"? But it also could have been the way that Tamika Mallory explained it. <laughs> so I I don't, I don't know. I don't. <sighs> that that was a hot mess. It still is a hot mess.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: It's a lot mess express, but for people who are getting something out of it, I hope you're getting what you wanted out of it because it may be a positive experience for people who decided to go. So I, yeah, that's where I am. It's kind of like, it's it's this weird place I'm in where I'm like, I see both sides and I, I wouldn't go. It, it, it doesn't smell right to me, but again, it's maybe not targeted towards me, if that makes yeah. sense. So that's that. So, last story in high key. I know we've been going kind of long, y'all, because I haven't talked to Shantae and Rashani in a long time on the show, so there, there's that. <laughs> last story we're going to talk about is a story that everybody has been talking about all weekend, Megan the Stallion. Megan the Stallion. So, um, Megan is doing this thing where she goes live, but she's not saving the lives, because you don't have to. So she may save them to her phone, but she's not saving it on her page for people to go back and look at it. So it was interesting because the the talk after she got shot was she's not really saying anything. People thought she was making it up. And there, I will say, I saw the uptick in stories saying that y'all don't know what really happened. And Megan's lying. Nobody didn't shoot her. Um, she just cut her foot on some glass. But typically when the gun goes off, in a car, there's glass everywhere. So I'm pretty sure she did cut her foot on some glass, but she also was shot. So there's that. So I saw a tweet from Megan that said, stop lying on me before I stop sparing you. And I'm like, oh boy, okay. Then homegirl, less than an hour after that, at least less than an hour after I saw that tweet, homegirl went live and started talking about what happened to her. So yes, Tori's, Tori Lane's, did shoot her. She's like, I didn't do anything wrong. Um, and y'all gonna stop lying, putting these stories out about me. Cause the story, most of the stories I've seen have been negative. And it's super interesting to go like, what the fuck? Um, so she put out that live and then everybody went, oh, oh, okay. But you noticed that a lot of men weren't exactly saying anything. Cause then mm-hmm. it turned into Megan is a snitch. Um she's not a snitch if she basically said this is the man who shot me. Uh I will Megan is 25, Tory Lanes is 28. Um mm-hmm. apparently Tory Lanes also um has an issue with putting his hands on women. So this is not surprising to a a few people who are like, but we already told you that that nigga is abusive. So no one's surprised. Um, But there weren't a lot of rap heavyweight hitters coming out against him. Um, It's been a couple. it has been Chance the Rapper. Uh, Michael B. Jordan came down from whatever cloud he's on and said something. Also, the person that I really didn't think I would see anything about this. Uh, J.R. Smith.
2: hmm
0: I was like, I, if you could, that's not on my 2020 bingo card. <laughs> Flat out said, this clown shoots a female and y'all listening to his music like it's okay. The fuck, Tory Lanez, you a straight clown, straight facts, and tell whoever to hit my line, it's whatever. So it's always funny to watch basketball niggas, like, be like, talk reckless on the gram cuz you know them niggas can fight. So I'm like, "Oh, I'm all about you and if they all about that action, boss. <laughs> they all about the action." So I'm I'm here for like somebody beating up Tory Lanez's little ass. Um but then there were other discuss- there's other intersections about this story with Megan because it's the intersection of her being a black woman <laughs> that when it comes to abuse to black women What she said in her video is that she didn't want to say anything because um, the police shoot Black people. I didn't want to get shot. I didn't want nobody else to get shot. And a lot of people were like, so that's not necessarily true. Why would you do that? I'm like, so I want to remind people about the story about some kids at the Waffle House who said a homeless man had a knife and was trying to stab them. Waffle House called the police. The police arrested the three boys that were going to be attacked by the homeless man. So it's not far-fetched what she said, because that literally is what could have happened. They would have blamed her. They could have arrested her. They're like, oh, you must have did something, because, of course, Black women can't be victims here. We have to be perpetrators. We're always perpetrators, or better yet, we're not worth defending. The other intersection was colorism and trans... Phobia. So a lot of people are like confused about the colorism part. I think I kind of get it. What they're saying is because of Megan's skin tone, a lot of people just think she's a little bit tougher. So there aren't people who want to feel sorry for her or want to go, Oh my God, she's a victim. And why are we not protecting her? Because for darker skinned black women, we read as more masculine. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're not seen as fair or dainty, um, so we're more masculine. And that's also where the transphobia comes in because she's a dark skinned black woman. Cause that happened to Serena Williams. Like Serena must've been a man because she's so good at being a tennis player. I'm like, no, she's just a fucking good tennis player. She's been doing this since she was a kid. She's now almost 40. I think she knows how to fuck to play tennis because what's his name? Cambron made a joke and said, Tori shot her because he saw Megan's penis. I'm like, you bitch, as bitch, see, bitch is gender neutral for me. <laughs> it's very gender neutral. So to watch all these intersections and people just like, you literally just couldn't have just said, this is fucked up that he shot her. Now everybody seems to be a Tory Lanez fan. I'm like, you know what? Answer me something, y'all. Give me f- names of five Tory Lanez songs, give me three features. Or better yet, give me his real name. You don't know it. You don't know any of his songs. You can't name how many albums he has. Just say you have no problem jumping in the fence of any random black man. You can't even stand up for Megan. It's just so fucking whack. It's like you. He shot her. You're like, well, I got to hear why, why he do it. I need to hear what he got to say. I don't need to hear. I'm sorry. What? Because we wouldn't be having this conversation if Tori had shot Kylie. Mm-hmm. Y'all wouldn't need an excuse. It's like, oh, no, that nigga is touched. He need. No, he need to go. Better yet, Tori would have been arrested. Kylie wouldn't have had. She wouldn't have even blinked. She'd call 911 so quick. Or better yet, she would have called Chris and Chris would have called 911. 911. I mean, I feel like she got almost on speed dial, but that's neither here nor there. I am just, it's so funny. A lot of dudes that were hashtag protect black women and hashtag girl dads um, in their bios really are making every excuse in the book to say, well, we need to hear what Tori got to say. We need both sides. No, the fuck you don't. You don't. This
1: whole both sides thing has gotten completely, there's certain... Phrases that have become completely unnecessary and played out. Mm Y'all don't need to hear both sides of everything. Correct. If somebody is wounded by, if we have lost sight of the fact that um, not so much that women need to be protected. I mean, because I know y'all could take care of yourselves, but God damn it. If a woman is attacked and you are there to see it, you need to step in. If a woman is fucking shot by, a, by anybody, by a man, and, and and you have just, you literally, how the fuck do you go from saying that WAP and, and, and the Savage remix are some of the hardest things you ever heard to literally a week later Tory Lanez is right and Megan is a fucking snitch. It's not even about music though. How the fuck do you condone a woman getting shot by a man and you're like, he's in the right. Y'all are the niggas who are the ones who are at the front of the line. Like is feminism. Does that mean that if you hit me, I can punch you in your face? Does that mean you can get hit like a man? It bothers me that we are in 2020 And niggas are still standing up for any nigga who does something against a black woman. Who in the fuck is Tory Lanez? I have literally been looking on Spotify, scrolling since you started talking, to try and figure out a Tory Lanez song that I will recognize. I'm still looking. This is not a joke, people. I'm not saying this to be funny. I think... I think I think I found one and say it, but that's not really because of him. It's because of the fucking, the, the, the sample he took.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know this guy. And even if I knew this guy, I don't know this guy personally. And if I don't know the guy personally, then why the fuck am I standing up for him? Exactly. And even if I knew that I know somebody who literally, 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 Thought that I was going to support him after he got hit up for sexual assault. I was the next nigga calling the cops. I know where he's at. I just saw him. I just saw him. I don't give a fuck if you're my cousin. I don't give a fuck if you're my brother. I don't give a fuck if you're my friend. I don't give a fuck if you're a rando. If you do something sinister if you you literally pulled out a gun your intention was not to shoot her in the foot i refuse to believe that you're just fucking horrible at it yeah if you're pulling out a gun your intention was to injure her to maim her to stop her from doing whatever it was you didn't want her to do and that is the control that we think we have as men and niggas are supporting it that's the sad part. I can tell you just like this. A lot of folks are like, I own oh, not got none of them on my timeline. I don't either. But you know what? Fuck the ones who ain't on my timeline. I'll say that out loud. If y'all are riding for Tory Lane, y'all are a piece of shit. I don't have the popularity or the gravitas or the circles to be able to say that and people are like, he's telling the truth. But you know what? I am. Fuck you niggas. I Fuck just... you, cowardly bitches. Fuck y'all motherfuckers. It's it's
0: so weird to watch. I'm like, y'all don't even I'm like, I'm sorry. Tory Lane's music don't even slap. Why are you doing this? It's like you, what what are y'all doing? I'm like he he do a cute thing on on quarantine radio. Now it's like we Tory Lane fans, y'all y'all don't even stream his fucking music for free. Fuck out of here. It's like get out of my face. Just say. And the bad part about it is, is that she also put up a photo of when she went back to get her feet because the people were saying that she wasn't shot. And so she put put up the um, photos. She deleted them off, but you already seen them. It's like, why should she have to do all this? Why she got to walk through all these fucking hoops for you? Because you couldn't just say, it's pretty fucked up that some dude just shot this woman. That's so easy for y'all to say. But then it turns into, y'all just trying to divide us. I'm like, you know what's interesting about this divide it's the vibe if I'm told you're holding you accountable. It's like, why can't we hold Black men accountable? I'm sorry. A Black man shot her. And also, when we think about the dangers to Black women, it's usually the people that's closest around us, and it's usually Black men.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Why are y'all doing this? It's like, it can't be both. It can't be, we really need to fight white supremacy. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm, I hear you, but What about the danger? The call is is coming from inside the house. What are you doing? Because the bad part about it is, y'all calling her a snitch, which is super weird. I'm like, how you call her a snitch? He fucking shot her. And also, if he shot Kylie, this would be a totally different conversation. Y'all wouldn't be calling her a snitch. Y'all be like, well, I mean, he did shoot her and he could have like killed her. Oh my gosh, what would we do then? You'd live like you were doing before.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: It's like you you just can't just see a black woman as a victim because we can't ever be victims. We always have to be strong for everybody. And then when we need somebody, it's kind of like the only people we can depend on chiefly we have a few black men in our lives, but then chiefly, it's other black women. He's <laughs> like, I, I don't know what y'all wanted to do. She didn't have to do all of that. And y'all don't know what it's, it's super weird to watch. I'm like, all of a sudden, everybody loved Tori Lanez's music. I'm like, yeah, tell me three songs. I went from five to three. I'm going to be easy on you as opposed to when you say you're a woman who likes football and then someone's like, oh, really? You like football? Tell me the defensive line from the 1964 Chicago Bears. What? (laughs) What is that? What? You tell me the D-line from the 1964 Chicago Bears. (laughs) You don't know it either. What are we doing? So I I need y'all to just say y'all don't like... Just, just say y'all disdain Black women, but you really, really like Black pussy. You like Black wop. You really just do. You don't really like Black women as people because you have no problem shitting on them or better yet, not defending them when white people shit on us. Because y'all not really jumping in front of those bullets either. But... When something because so when it comes to it's this weird thing of when it's queer rights, it's white people shit. When it's feminism, it's white women shit. When it is um, rights for black people, it's black men. Straight, cis, black men. Let me be very honest. <laughs> like, let me be a little not honest, specific. <laughs> let me be that specific. You know, black um, revolution is for black men, it's not for black women, which fucking sucks. But uh, she don't owe us nothing. She didn't owe anything. But now the chickens are coming home to roost because now people are waking up to, why does she have to do all of that? Why wasn't she just believed from jump? Why wasn't Kiki Palmer believed from jump? And why wasn't Azalea Banks believed from jump about Russell Crowe? Because Rizzo straight up lied and then came back and said, oh no, he really did do it. I'm like, yeah, but when she needed you to back her up, you wouldn't. So I... Yeah, it's like it can't don't just put hashtag protect black woman in your fucking bio. Take it out. Just like all you girl dads were calling women whores, but had girl dad in your bio, take that shit right on out your bio. Take it right on out. Because you don't believe any of that shit. You only said that because your favorite basketball player passed away. And he actually lived being a girl dad, as opposed to y'all asses. <laughs> but um love love to Megan because I can only I can't even imagine having to deal with not only being famous and being very talented and having a very good musical week because of your song with another female rapper to have to deal with this shit. She should be like having the time of her life as opposed to dealing with this because y'all couldn't just say we like Megan so much or better yet it's a black woman who got shot and we should be defending her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, go stream WAP, everybody. Just go stream web. That's how I feel. So. Final thoughts on this before we tie a bow in it?
1: Just. Look, y'all. I gotta be completely honest with you for just one second. This <laughs> is Derek Rashani, single simulcast. Um, <laughs> I know, guys. Listen. Listen. Oh, I know. You get fucking sick of it, I know you get sick of being told that 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 you're the bad guy that you're the problem. I know you get sick of hearing about uh all these things going on in the world and being told the men are to blame. I know, but you know what the problem is it's the fucking truth I mean it. We're literally doing like what white folks do when, uh, when, when that little boy died, and we're like, "Yo, why aren't y'all talking about this?" Well, because the motherfucker already got arrested. Like, yo, when something happens, where a woman uh, actually does some fuck shit, they get dragged across the street and maimed. Like they, it, it's so quick, it doesn't. You don't even see it happen. It's like they do it. They get caught. They get murdered or, or, or taken to jail or whatever it may be even if they're protecting themselves, even if they're in a situation where they were kidnapped and were assaulted, even if they are in a situation where they didn't do shit, they get denigrated, they get villainized and and justice comes very quickly, whether it's right or wrong. Men, we have lived in a bubble for a very, very, very all our lives. And to be told by people that we're the problem, seems to be causing the problem, but seriously, y'all just gotta listen to what they're saying and look at the facts. Like when the facts are there, our aggression is not a good thing all the time. Mm -hmm. Our opinion is not always needed. Like we don't bring much to the party. Like we don't have the facts that we think we have. And then we get mad because we don't have the facts and somebody else is smarter than us or somebody doesn't want to talk to you or somebody doesn't want to do that. Like you listen to The music from back in the day to now, and it is nothing but men saying what they want to do to women. So why the fuck wouldn't they try and get away from you? Why the fuck wouldn't they call you the problem? Their whole time growing up, they've been victimized and villainized by you. There's no other in between. And you're mad because they said that we're the problem. Like, seriously, like you have a homeboy right now who literally a few days ago was probably looking at somebody who was 16. Like when they turn 18, they're going to be a looker. And you don't even know it because you don't check your friends. You just laugh off what they say as a joke because it's not happening to you. You only care about women if it's literally your mom, your sister, or your daughter. Those are the only three people that you fucking care about. And you don't mm-hmm. want to admit that to anybody because you don't want to seem like one of those people. But you still say that to yourself. Yeah. Like, I didn't care about this until I became a father. I didn't care about this until my sister was born. And then it changed my life. If you talk about my mom, I'm going to take you out. But y'all aren't the problem. We're not the problem. We hold on to thoughts and beliefs that we can do things better than anybody because we're men. We literally have it set up in the English language where man is a default statement. Like you will say, I'll see you later, man. Oh, man, this is horrible, man. When you're not even talking to men, it is your default to literally misgender somebody. Mm-hmm. But we're not the problem. It's been this way since ever, And we're not the problem because we're surrounded by so much privilege that we don't want to see it. And I know I don't talk about it very much because honestly, I still struggle. Mm. Even with me recognizing that I'm the problem, I'm still like, yeah, but I don't say it out loud, but yeah, but like, but I'm the problem. And the fact that I'm still fighting against it just kind of proves it, doesn't it? Like, if I know, like, y'all motherfuckers who know that if you wore a mask, you would stop COVID at the drop of a dime. But, yeah, but, yeah, but I know how to fix the problem. But, yeah, but, man, we know how to fix the problem. Mm-hmm. But none of us want to do it. None of us want to take that first step. when somebody does take that first step, we literally beat them down. But I need y'all, I need you to come together. My birthday was on January 18th. For my birthday, I need y'all to come together. Like, it could be belated as fuck. I don't care. I need y'all to come together and stop riding for Tory Lanes. That's a good first step. Y'all don't even like the nigga. Y'all don't ZZ don't slap. Y'all be, be honest. Y'all don't like the nigga. It's not. He's not Little Wayne. He's not Kendrick. This should not be a test. This should not be difficult for you. Y'all shouldn't be sitting there with the an angel on one shoulder and Tory lands on the other. This should not be difficult. Put your cape down. I understood to an extent when y'all kept falling over yourselves talking about Bill Cosby because that nigga was all y'all's fathers, but. Tory Lane who? What? Mm-hmm. The nigga's last good song was in 2016 maybe. That's subjective. A lot of y- a, a lot of y'all niggas don't even listen to the radio. Nope. So Tory Lane would never have shown up on your Spotify cuz you're still listening to music in the 90s when we were really demonizing women. But you know That's a that's that's a conversation for right now. I'm not one of those niggas who say that's a conversation for another time. No, y'all niggas don't know nothing about Tory, but that he's a guy and y'all feel like y'all have to stand up for him because why? He's not going to stand up for you. He doesn't give a fuck about you. Stop giving a fuck about him. Stop riding against women. And stop saying that you're in the right. Stop saying that you're a good guy. Stop saying that you're fighting for women when then you turn around and you fight against women as soon as it's a black woman. Mm-hmm. You saying that you fight for women does not mean that you stand up and say, Rachel Dolezal was overlooked and 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 and, and we probably treated her badly. That is not standing up for women. If you want to stand up for women, look outside the circle of your mom, your sister, and your daughter and see the Megan, the fucking stallion got shot in fucking public and still had to convince y'all niggas that she was injured. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Niggas make me sick. Real talk. It's the reason why I don't fuck with y'all motherfuckers. It's the reason why I don't go outside. It's the reason why I stay in my own circle because y'all niggas are toxic and y'all being around toxic niggas will only make me toxic. I'm trying to get away from y'all niggas. Either follow me and get right, or stay the fuck away from me. But either way it goes, if I hear one of y'all niggas come up to me and say Tory Lands was right, it's on sight. It is on sight. Yo, why are you in here for murder? Why are you in here for arson? Why are you in here for, man, this one nigga kept saying that Tory Lands was right to shoot Megan the Stallion. And dude, I just had to, do you want some of this too? Huh? Shout. What? And that's me. You can email me at I don't give a fuck about your feelings at (laughs) gmail.com. You can call me at 123 eat a motherfucking asshole motherfucker.com. I don't give a good goddamn what your opinion is. Y'all niggas should be ashamed of yourselves. Y'all got people looking up to you. You're grown. How the fuck are you? How the fuck are you behind this? You are Grown. Grown. These are grown ups. So either you're grown and you're just you're just you're just a misogynist piece of shit, or you're grown and you're a misogynist piece of shit who's following the crowd. Either way, you're fucking up. Mm-hmm. Get your own pattern. Create your own differences. And if you want to be the man that you say that you are, that you that you that you that you state that you are, that you pretend to be, then believe, trust, protect, and love black women. And I'm not just talking about black cis women. Mm -hmm. Trust and protect them. They need you more, oh, goddammit, they don't need you more than you need them. Y'all live off them. Mm -hmm. Every move you make is pointed out by a black woman. Every idea you had was fucking co-signed by a black woman. Everybody got beef with their daddy. Every black man I know got beef with their daddy. Mm -hmm. Ain't nobody got beef with their mama, but you want to come up and act like black women ain't did shit for you. Mm -hmm. And you want to look, dude, please. (sighs) The next motherfucker who tells me that uh, trans women aren't women, I'm not going to block you anymore. I'm not going to block I'm going to argue with you until you fucking run out of breath and then I'm going to come to your funeral and I'm going to laugh at you. Mm. I can't do this anymore. I can't do this. It is 2020. Y'all motherfuckers talking about our civil rights are being taken away because trans people want civil rights. You can go fuck yourself. Y'all motherfuckers who are All four civil rights, unless it's a gay person, can go fuck themselves. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Y'all niggas look real silly right now. There's history. There's history proving everything that you're saying is wrong. Y'all sound real bad right now.
2: Yeah.
1: And I can't ride for y'all. I can't ride with you. Y'all niggas gonna bring me down. I'm trying to save my kids. And I'm not just talking about my biological kids. I'm trying to save my kids out here in the neighborhood from motherfuckers like you. Motherfuckers who will follow my daughter home because she looks grown. Motherfuckers like you. Motherfuckers who will hit a woman because they give you a fake number and you call it right in front of them so then they see that it doesn't ring to their phone then you attack them. Motherfuckers like you. People who are too scared to talk about their own desires and will harm somebody because their desires include a trans woman. Motherfuckers like you. Y'all make me sick. I can't even I can't even hide it no more. Y'all literally make me ill. And even if y'all came up to me right now and were like, yo, you know what? I was just joking, then y'all are really piece of shit. All y'all mm-hmm. who said I just did it for the clicks, I did it for the likes, I did it for the follows, I got caught up in the moment, whatever it may be. Y'all some piece of shit too. And y'all niggas with a platform, y'all need to be better about telling these motherfuckers they pieces of shit instead of quietly applauding them because you're a man too and men got to stick together. Fuck you. Fuck that. Fuck this. I'm out. Mm -hmm.
2: It's
0: just sad. You know what? Um, It was interesting to hear because I like Funky Dineva. And he was on his, um, he put out a video. And when he started with, this is an unpopular opinion, and y'all going to get me for this, but I'm at this point where I think black women should just divest from saving black men. I say that is a lot coming from Funky Dineva. Because three years ago, he wouldn't have said that. He's like, I'm at this point, because this. he's like, yeah, I think Black women should get to that point. And a lot of Black women have been saying that. It's like, we, we going to stop. Because it's like, we're not sowing into good ground. So we just want to stop gardening. And, and that's so sad, because there are so many, you have Black women in y'all's lives. Y'all have black mamas and y'all still have no problem shitting on black women. You come from a black woman. Y'all love reading Malcolm X, but y'all keep forgetting what the fuck he said about black women. How you love Malcolm X and you miss that part. There's no possible way that you can. But again, you just cherry pick whatever the fuck he said. Stop listening to niggas who don't like black women. Notice I said like Black women and not fucking Black women. That's two different things. And it's really interesting. There are more men talking about WEP than they are talking about the fact that Tory Lanez literally shot her. Y'all got more smoke for that. Y'all got some more smoke to talk about Zayaway living her whole ass life supported in a way that a lot of Black trans people are not. Y'all got so much to say. You got all these words for that, that you can't possibly say it's pretty fucked up that Tory Lane shot Megan Stellion. Y'all can make up all these stories that you want. I don't give a fuck what you say. But the fact that y'all are not going, this is pretty fucked up. And where the fuck is Tory Lane's? Or better yet, y'all want to hear what he say? Y'all not saying what I need y'all to hear say. Why the fuck is he not arrested if he shot her? That should be your discussion. But again. It's not. And also, she's like, I didn't want him to get shot by the police because we get shot by the police. Again, it's, it's, it's a blessing and curse of having our community being supported by black women. We take a whole lot of shit and still support y'all asses. We say we are not your mules, but still we're being the fucking mules. We'll still do it. And that's the part that fucking sucks. That's why black trans people are out there at these marches when y'all wouldn't even piss on them if they were on fire. Some black woman had to lay some guy out and there were all these men watching as this black trans woman kicked his ass. Y'all walked right past some couple people videotaped, but y'all didn't defend her. Three trans women got robbed and y'all didn't do nothing. Y'all just laughed. But please tell me how you are our help needs. How are you supporting us? Stop asking what Black women can do for you. What are you doing for us? And if you say giving us children, I swear, you mean the ones that y'all don't take care of. It's funny, Black men being absent from the home seems to it seems to be a, the Black mother's fault, and it's like you screwed up your kid. You can't raise. We, we tell black women you can't raise a son there's a caveat to that they could raise them how they should treat women because some of y'all don't know how to teach your sons that Stop telling little girls how they should act why are you not working on your sons that's where it really starts if they supposed to be head of households in the future then you need to be training them how to be heads of household and providers not bitch asses because y'all are doing a piss poor job bad part about it is, it's not all of you. A lot of you, a lot of black men are really good fathers. But it's not enough of the good fathers and the good guys because in the minute that a man, a black man says anything in support of a black woman, you say that they're simping for pussy because in some weird way, we as a society are taught that the only way that you're nice to a black woman is if you need something from her. You can't just do something if you're nice. You got to get something out of it. She has to give you something in return. You can't just do stuff. You can't just be nice to a black woman. She got to give you something else. But yes, please, the, the, the phrase straight black men are the weakest link. Y'all don't like to hear that, but I need you to find the lie first. Please show me all your work. Don't skip it on any steps. You show me how that's not true. Please show me any part of Black Revolution where Black women weren't there. Please, please find it. I want you to find it. I can't wait for you to find it. You're not going to, by the way. If You say the Black Panthers, you're not going to find it there. You're not going to find it in the Civil Rights Movement. You're not going to find it. in Nat Turner's wrote You're not going to find it black women are not there and you don't protect black women and this is so glaring because y'all not gonna like this part either it's probably unpopular but if Megan was lighter y'all wouldn't be doing this shit if Tory Lanez had shot Sweetie or Light Skin Keisha or Cardi B or Mulatto y'all wouldn't be jumping through all these fucking hoops or I'm sorry even Iggy Azalea he had shot somebody else, y'all wouldn't be jumping through them hoops to excuse it. You're like, come on, man, that ain't right. You shouldn't do that. Y'all wouldn't find no excuses to defend him. Y'all be like, that nigga should be in jail. And you can find a lie on that for me, too. You can't. You won't find it. It's just disgusting, and I'm just tired. Mm -hmm. And it's bad when other black men are tired of y'all asses, too. They're like, well, let me stop it. It's kind of like, I need straight black men to do what they do with the cops. When they, they say, I'm a good cop. You need to talk to your bad cop friends. So all the good black men out there, talk to your bad black men. You fix this. We done. We're not fixing y'all anymore. You fix them. I just if you can gonna have your little contract with black America all you want, but I bet you it don't include LGBTQ and it don't include women. I bet you it don't, because you're only looking at what for you. Because we don't count when it comes to Black Revolution, apparently. And God forbid, don't be a woman and LGBTQ, because they damn sure ain't sticking up for you. It was somehow turning into, it's your fault. She must have done something. No, because Black women don't just get harmed for no reason. That's almost crazy. Yeah, that's that's all I got. You know, love to make a stallion. Stream wop because I'm gonna do that as soon as we finish recording. I'm just letting y'all know because I love that I love the video and I like the song. And I also like the two people. It'd probably be problematic. Yep. Still like her. Don't care. And that's all I got. That's all I got. I don't think there's anything else. Okay. Oh, I can't believe I could laugh after that. Um, Before we get on out of here, Rashani, I appreciate you. I have always appreciated you as a friend. I did a live with Avro's and audio, and I had to bring you up. A lot of people don't know, early on, I was in the podcast blues, and you said one sentence, and when I told you, you were like, wait, I've said that to you? Like, that made a difference? Like, really? Like, yeah. So... Just know you are appreciated, and I appreciate you for being here and taking the time. I appreciate all of the support that you've given me and also to this show. You're a fam, and I appreciate you. Uh, Before we get on out of here, please tell everybody how they can find your shows, plural, and also... If y'all in Sacramento, how y'all can get me some ribs to Maryland? Okay.
1: <laughs> We're working on it. Uh, <laughs> like I said, I'm just scared. I'm scared of sending my food out and it not working out. That's my biggest concern is things not working out. Uh, in any aspect of life is things not working out. Um, But I mean, you can find me on Facebook. I'm there a lot um I'm not gonna tell you how to find me.
2: You <laughs> could find me um
1: i you could follow my shows though um hindsight movie reviews um unburdened I think it's black and unburdened uh single simulcast the dream team, Sin and solace. 20 minutes storytellers kitchen sink i've done way too much podcasting to realize that i don't really like podcasting like i just like talking to people and when i first started talking to people that's when i first realized that i have a problem with trying to take people who really want to be my enemy and try and make them friends and i'm Um. sick of doing that shit i'm not doing that anymore So that's why I don't podcast like I used to. That's why I don't reach out to people like I used to, because it took me a long time to recognize that there's a difference between laughing with and being laughed at. And I don't like being laughed at. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm going to tell you all right now that I've been around in podcasts for a really fucking long time. And so your favorite podcasters, I've probably seen them at their worst. And like I was saying at the beginning of the show, is that I have a real problem with forgetting what the worst things people did were if those worst things were against people who had no defense. I have a real problem with forgetting that. Mm. And I know a lot of people who were fledgling podcasters who crossed the wrong people and were never seen again. And I have a real problem with that. I know a lot of people who just wanted help and people and the people that were asked for help were like, I already got my support. So you could drown motherfucking. I got a real problem with that. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm, I'm old now, you know, like I can either keep podcasting in my own bubble or I could step outside of my bubble and go back to the people that I really don't like being around. And I'd rather stay in my bubble. So mm-hmm. if you want to step into my bubble, a uh, single simulcast is available, wherever podcasts are available. Like seriously, Um right now, Stephanie, um, right now go to Google. Like okay. I, I just found this out and, and it amused me.
2: Okay.
1: Go to Google. Mm-hmm. And type in Rashani. R a s h a n i i. Oh
2: wow! Okay.
0: Rashani,
1: two N's. Uh, one h a n R-A-S-H-A-N-I-I. i i. I okay. i. Ooh. Okay. Everything that comes up is me. It is. I'm like, oh. I've been doing this for a really long time. I'm name. the number one thing in Google for my name. I think that that's enough for me. Mm-hmm. <sighs> tired, of getting, oh, tired of trying to fit in. I shouldn't have to reshape myself to fit into your circle. I'll stay mm-hmm. a square. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. But single simulcast is available everywhere, literally. It's everywhere. everywhere. I don't I don't know my stats. I don't look at them. When people ask me, I'm, I'm the head of the Black Podcast United page. When people ask me, uh, what's what do you know about ads? I don't know. I asked somebody for help once and they laughed at me and I was uh. just like, fuck ads. That's what I learned from that. Um, I don't know how many listeners I have. I don't really care. I know I got Rachel. (laughs) Really, I know I got Rachel. Um, I know I got me. I don't really worry about stuff like that anymore. Mm
2: -hmm. But
1: what I worry about now is what are you using your platform for? Like, if you're using it to weaponize people, even if 95% of the time you're using it to uh, do great things, if you use it every so often to weaponize people against somebody that you got a problem with, you're a piece of shit. I'm not even going to front on that. If you use your platform to be a bully at any given point, you're not a nice person. If that's the first thing that comes to your mind when you got an issue with somebody is I'm going to go on my podcast and completely denigrate them to the point where people are scared for their lives. You're not a nice person. We talk about folks in, in, in like the news doing this. We talk about folks on Fox news doing that. Yeah, that's fine and dandy, but there's podcasters who don't have that big of a, uh, like they have a big platform, but it's not super big who are still quite comfortable with doing and saying horrible things against people that they don't really know. I got a problem with that. I don't even know how I got on this subject. I just, I mourn for the people who never got a chance to podcast because they ran into the circles that I ran into. Mm -hmm. The people who got through the gate and immediately became the gatekeeper. The people who got three steps ahead and erased the path. The people who don't go into groups where people are begging them for their help because they don't really have much to say about how they got successful—it just happened. Nothing just happens, yeah. and you blocking that blessing is really loud. And if I'm the only one who sees it, so be it. I don't really care, but I see it, and that's the reason why I don't. That's the reason why I don't drink. Mm. Shout out to Shantae, I love her forever. She's like my sister from another mister. Shout out to my beloved wife, Nisha, who is uh, starting nursing school for real next, like tomorrow. She's been taking pre-classes, like she's been prepping for it and taking summer classes for it, but she starts tomorrow and that's dope. Shout out to my kid. Shout out to you, Stephanie. Shout out to Brandon, my co-host from the Hindsight Movie Reviews podcast. Um, And honestly, shout out to anybody who, once you became a better person, you realize that it isn't coming upon you to help those who don't know the path see the path. Instead of just lording yeah. it over to that you're a better person now. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, Stephanie. I really do appreciate it.
2: I appreciate you. Um, it's.
0: I think is interesting. No. It's just an interesting animal. And it's
1: just an interesting. It's
2: an interesting. Community.
1: It's just interesting. Yeah, it is. Um, and the crazy thing is crazy thing is you know exactly the people I'm talking about but you have not had the same experiences that I've had
2: mm-hmm. I probably do and
0: I haven't just, uh, just, wow it's, it's just so on a wow it's also a conversation we're not having on my folks me, me, me and Roshani talk over the place <laughs> <laughs> we're not having this conversation here for y'all This conversation is just for me and Rashani. But guys, it will be September, the next time I have an episode. um, September is a big month because it is my anniversary month. I started Local Minutes three years ago in September. So, very excited. I have ideas about what I want to do. So I'm very, very excited. Um, But guys, please take care of yourself. Uh, for those who are parents, um, please be kind to yourself. Um, this, is, this is new territory for everybody. And I just want nice things for our parents, for our children. Um, this is gonna be a very interesting few months until December. Every, there's no concrete, comprehensive plan for the nation. Everybody basically throws spaghetti at the wall fucking sucks, because these are our children. This is our children's mind. This is formidable years. So the kids are going to school for the first time in 2020. So it's, it's a lot. It's just a lot. Um, so, yeah. Shout out to Bree. shout out to Tonja. I'm gonna start shouting Black now at the end. Um, shout out to Bree. shout out to Candace, shout out to Tonja, to Bianca and this red hair girl, she is killing me. Um, Teddy Riday, Booney, and the Booney really Breakdown, Carolyn, Shantae, Nisha. Just I love black women for real. I love us for real. I am very upset with black men, but that doesn't mean I don't love them. Um, yeah. All right, be kind to your jerk. Be kind to yourselves this week. Do things to make you happy. If it's just watching a show, if it is going for a walk, if it is getting wine cream like I did, um, okay. do whatever you want to do this week. Um, if you're in Sacramento, get some ribs and eat them for me. Do not send me those videos because I will haunt your dreams. If you send me videos of you eating this crab mac and cheese that I can't have,
2: All right, everybody. I'll be back next
1: week. Bye. But when nobody's talking about it because it's a black woman. Y'all can say what y'all want. I'm just, just that's just what it is. If Benji, the twin from Good Charlotte, had put his hands on Cameron Diaz or somebody, if some what, you let one of these actors. Or somebody that fuck
2: with one of these, these white women in Hollywood, put their, put your hands on Alyssa Milano and see what happens.